I had the PCR test done, got the negative results via email, printed it, filled in the passenger locator form, print that too, and headed to the airport, where the ground staff of the airline I was flying with didn't ask any of it. Welcome to Truth Behind Travel Podcast, the world's first podcast dedicated to travel recovery. I'm Dolores Semeraro, and I'm on a mission to help tourism organizations and travel professionals to lead a business that restores confidence in travel. If you're looking for a travel podcast that gives you more than just wanderlust and will help you travel better tomorrow, you've found the right one. Every week, my travel and tourism industry guests will share with you their stories and insights to help you travel smarter, better, and more conscious of the impact you have when you travel. Subscribe to the show to receive a new episode every Thursday straight to your inbox, together with travel tips and best practices of my podcast guests. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to episode 37 of Truth Behind Travel Podcast. You've heard it on my last episode. I have traveled and promised you I would tell you all about it here in today's episode. So if you are longing or even just thinking of traveling again soon, if you're making plans and you have already picked up the phone with your trusted travel agents, for example, or you're browsing best offers online, I want to tell you a little bit about what has happened to me over the past four weeks traveling in Europe. And before we get started, if you're listening to today's episode and you work in hospitality and travel, this might just be some of your future guest feelings. This could be just what your guest or ideal customers might be going through at the moment. So listen carefully. Travel these days has never been more daunting, I'll be honest. And I don't mean it in a negative way. Don't get me wrong. But after months and months of reading, studying, and observing travel trends, I realized that nothing could prepare me more than the act of traveling myself. So, this is the number one thing that has happened to me as I traveled again. Overpacking. As passionate traveler, I was used to pack and go, knowing exactly what to take, Not too little and not too much. Just right. Well, it wasn't the case this time. After not traveling for such a long time, I started overpacking my suitcase. You know what? For fear of not having the comfort goodies that I've been so used to have around me for all the past months at home. See, as traveler, I felt a sense of sort of protection that kicked in as I prepared to go out again, not sure of what I could find in the shops once in Europe, or better, carrying it myself from home, what I could have bought in the shop in Europe, need be, so that I wouldn't even have to go to the shops. It goes to that length. How many of you have felt like this too? Let me know. Number two, overchecking. Okay, that might not be a bad thing to do, given what's going on around the world. But cross-checking the same information on 10 different websites, blogs, forums, and groups ends up creating even more anxiety. For example, at the time of this recording, July 2021, 
traveling from Germany to Italy, I knew I had to have a negative PCR test certificate done within 72 hours prior entering Italy. But what was confusing was the type of certification that was needed. Some website would call it EU COVID digital certificate. Some would call it negative PCR test or antigen test. Some said it had, had to have a QR code for that to be valid. I also read that I had to fill a digital passenger locator form, which had nothing to do with my negative PCR test and did not refer to it or to his result. So I did it. I downloaded it. I filled the form. I even print a copy just in case. So all very confusing. In the end, I had the PCR test done, got the negative results via email, printed it. I also filled in the passenger locator form digitally, printed that too, and headed to the airport, where the ground staff of the airline I was flying with didn't ask for anything of it, but did say that it was my responsibility to carry the necessary papers required by my final destination. Uh, just for the record, at my final destination's airport, none of this was checked. See, as traveler, you learn as you go. But in this case, that could cost you quite a lot. So I just wished in that very moment that browsing online would give me clarity instead of confusing people. I mean, if you could write an FAQ, just like you would want one to be if you read it, why wouldn't you? Number three, self-doubting yourself and the people around you. How many times I've heard the words social distancing? I lost count. Well, this time around, it was me. Not just with strangers, but also with some friends. And that felt weird. I won't deny it. What has happened? As traveler and as an Italian, hugging and double-cheek kissing comes like second nature. But this time, it was a whole different story. I find myself instinctively taking a tiny step back when talking to people. And when seeing my friends after a long time, some of them wouldn't even get close, let alone hug and kiss. And apart from the ever-present question in every single conversation being, are you vaccinated? As opposed to being, how are you? How are things? How's life? So, have human connections changed for good? Are we to maintain this distance long after this is all over? What do you think? Let me know. I can see how some of the travelers we attract might not just be the right one for our tourism business. So how can we reconnect with our true audience? In my career, I've been a hospitality communicator for the past 15 years. I know what it means when your audience is not responding to your message. So I know the pain of many independent tourism operators and what they're going through. I want to share with you the six reasons why a tourism and hospitality brand message fails to reconnect with their desired audience and how to avoid it. All you need to do 
is to download the free 4 Steps Travel Recovery video training that I designed for those just like you struggling to reconnect with their travel audience. The link is in the show notes. Now back to the show. Well, number four, when you're told it's because of COVID one too many times. As we avoid touching too many things, religiously practicing hand washing and hand sanitizing every single time we touch something, there are a few things I've noticed while traveling that were explained as it's because of COVID. Let me tell you some stories. For example, we all work hard to remove and to avoid using one-time use plastic, right? Well, now it's all back again in its glory. Yeah, have you noticed it while traveling? So here's my real-life story for you. I'm in a cafe in Italy. I order an espresso and a croissant at the bar counter, as you do when you're in Italy. And the bartender hands me this croissant with his hands, holding it with a tissue. Then serves me my cup of espresso by placing it right there in front of, the, in front of me on the counter. I grab the croissant with one hand and a coffee cup with the other hand. And then he smiles at me, asking, still or sparkling, referring to my glass of water. Because that's how it goes in Italy. By the way, coffee comes with a glass of water, just so you know it. And as I answered him, so he hands over this plastic glass filled with water, which will go straight into the bin after I drink it. So I asked him, why the plastic cup? And after having touched pretty much everything else he served me, he said, it's because of COVID. I head to the cashier to pay for my coffee, wondering, hmm, okay, because of COVID. And the cashier lady points me to the money machine when I try to hand over a banknote to, to her. And I go, wow, what's, what's this? And she smiles and says, it's because of COVID, we can't touch cash. And she grabs the receipt and hands it over to me. Got the point here? Well, here's another scene. I'm in a pizzeria, my favorite one in my hometown. The waiter comes, serves the water, and places a QR code on the table instead of the menu and says, apologies, this is because of COVID. I looked at him and think, didn't you just place this on my table after having placed it on other tables before and people grabbed it? What's the difference with the menu? I get it. We have to be cautious and sensitive, and I'm all for it. But the incredible amount of plastic I have seen everywhere is alarming. The fun part is, if fun could that be called, is that we all know it, but we excuse ourselves because of COVID. As travelers, we must stay true to our values, even when it gets tough. But as operators in the travel industry, we must never stop thinking things through. You know the expression, walk the talk, meaning to do what you say you do. 
or simply to be true to yourself, right? In Italian, we say the opposite. We say, chi predica bene razzola male, which technically means who preaches something but doesn't actually do it. The last few days, these words kept on going on and on in my head. I have observed the travel industry, the restaurateurs, the hoteliers, the people over the past four weeks. And as I prepare to travel back home and start my two weeks quarantine, I can't help but wondering, where did most of the common sense go? Have you experienced this as well? You know, coming across common sense that wasn't quite making much sense after all? Get in touch. Let me know. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your truth behind travel. You can write me an email, get in touch on my website, share your thoughts. If you want, you can come and be a speaker on my podcast. Only if you want. Well, thank you for being here with me on this journey. Next week, I'll have for you a fantastic guest who will be talking about the art of storytelling and how that can help us get through and own our own narrative today in the travel industry and not only. See you again next week.